Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I say your name. Do you solemnly swear? To support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same. Then I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of those officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. Welcome to another episode of the American Vet Podcast. I want to start off this episode by doing a special shout out to Jeffrey Lee down there in Richmond, Virginia. I want to just say, Semper Fi, brother, and keep America rolling. And uh, for the listeners, I want to go ahead and just apologize. I know it's been five months now since I put out an episode. COVID-19's kind of got everything all kind of squirrely on me here. I'm going to try to get back into it. I am not thrown in the towel by any means. I do not have a guest tonight on this episode or today, whatever time you're listening to this. But there is a article here I wanted to read to you from the Marine Corps Times. Now, if you're, if you're not familiar from, of the Marine Corps Times, it's, it's a paper, um, you know, just talks about everything that's going on in the Marines. Uh, you know, upcoming changes, heroism, everything like that. And I'm sure the Army and the Air Force, Navy and all them guys, I'm sure you guys have something else too, something equivalent to this. I was at work today. Luckily, I got to go back to work only for a week, but it's, uh, it's definitely a move in the right direction. And I was reading this article on the Marine Times today, and I decided this article needed to be shared. It's written by Philip Atley. If I say your name wrong, I'm sorry, Philip. I am a Marine, and sometimes words do escape me. You did not write this article in crown, so it was difficult. The headline is Marine Raider Awarded Silver Star After Four-Hour Firefight in Afghanistan. A four-hour firefight. I mean, I know there's a, a you know, for the, the civilians out there that are listening, four-hour firefight is definitely an eternity. And to hold off that long is absolutely stellar, and I applaud all these Marines for it. And for the listeners, if you have a an article that you want me to put on the show, just go ahead and email me. Or if you want to be a guest on the show, just email me at the American Vet Podcast at yahoo.com. And if you want to support the show, it's down there in the in the description. But getting on with this. Now, like I said, this is uh an article off of Marine Times, Marine Raider awarded Silver Star for four hour firefight in Afghan by Philip Atley. So here we go. Somewhere in southern Afghan. In 2019, a Marine Raider led his team with Afghan partner forces on a helicopter raid inside enemy-controlled territory against a Taliban defensive stronghold. Now, I'm not going to give the names of any of these of the Marines. Obviously, they did not tell me I could give the names out or anything like that, nor are they in the magazine here, the article that I'm reading. So if you're listening to this, Semper Fi, brothers or sisters. All right. There, the master sergeant fought against 
more than a dozen Taliban fighters, engaging the enemy with his rifle and hand grenades, exposing himself to enemy fire multiple times to lead the assault and attempt to save an Afghan soldier, according to Marine Forces Special Operations Command. On Friday, the Marine with the 2nd Marine Raider Battalion based on Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, was awarded the Silver Star for his heroics in the intense fight. In addition to the Silver Star, the other Marines who participated in the attack received of heroism awards including three bronze stars with Valier and four Navy and Marine Corps commendation medals with Valier. The Marines' name, along with the date and exact location of the attack, were not mentioned in the press release due to operational security concerns. But the Silver Star and three Bronze Star citations give an insight into what happened during the attack. Under weathering small arms fire, he led an assault across 30 meters of open terrain to attack an enemy bunker, trading point-blank gunfire with the occupants and employing hand grenades to eventually eliminate the threat. The Marine Corps Raider Silver Star citation said, As the fight continued, Afghan forces started to clear a nearby structure when the lead soldier shot and collapsed helpless in the entrance, the citation read. The master sergeant leaped into action, climbed to the top of the structure. The Afghan forces were trying to clear and detonate a roof charge before jumping into the entrance where the Afghan soldier was, the citation read. While completely exposed to eight barricaded fighters only a few feet away, he pulled his wounded man to cover in a vigilant attempt to save his life, the citation said. The raider was assisted in the soldier's recovery by a staff sergeant assigned to the 2nd Raider Battalion as a canine handler. Now, out there, if anybody ever gets to experience a canine, a military canine, phenomenal canines. I mean, they can do just about anything, run up and down ladders for days. And which that's one of the things that I've seen them do that just, it blows my mind. I have a dog and she's a German shepherd. She's black and she can't go up fucking stairs sometimes, but without fucking being an idiot. But back to her story. Immediately after the Afghan soldier was shot, the remaining members of his unit retreated to safety. But the staff sergeant alone held his position only two meters from the door. On multiple occasions, the staff sergeant exposed himself to weathering enemy fire in order to engage the enemy, the citation read. Later, he left his cover position again and moved within one meter of the barricaded enemy to assist in moving the wounded Afghan to safety. Mind you, it's eight barricaded Afghani shooting at you. You're within one meter to get a wounded Afghan to safety. The staff sergeant was awarded a bronze star with value for his heroic actions. Two more raiders, a critical skilled operator, staff sergeant, and a special operations officer major also were awarded bronze stars with value for their roles in the attack. All Marines' names redacted in the citations. During the fight, the Major attacked the barricade enemy at a point where the Marines and their Afghan partners risked losing momentum, the citation read. The Major exposed himself to a point-blank enemy fire and employed, employed two fragmentation grenades 
that detonated less than five meters away, but eliminated the threat and enabled his force to regain momentum. The citation read, his leadership resulted in complete destruction of a determined enemy. The second Raider with a bronze star was awarded for his role in assaulting a bunker in a nearby building early on in the attack. The Taliban forces were firing on the Marine from inside a bunker 30 meters away from the Marines. The staff sergeant charged across the open field towards the bunker, throwing a fragmentation grenade through one of the firing ports once he reached his target, the citation read. After suppressing the bunker, the Marine came under fire from a nearby building. With bullets landing inches away from the Marine, he led an attack on the neighboring building, providing covering fire long enough for another Marine to destroy it with a shoulder-fired rocket. It's probably an AT-4. The Knight's heroics led to the complete destruction of a determined enemy, including three high-value enemy commanders. The press release said nothing unusual for the Marine Raiders in Afghan, the master sergeant said. This is the incident we are recognizing these guys for, but this happened multiple times with the same, if not very similar, circumstances. And many of the Marines being honored today did the exact same actions and performed just as well multiple times. The master sergeant said in the press release. You guys humbled me throughout the entire deployment, he said. It was an honor to serve with you. Now that's, I mean, I guess the only thing I can really say is that's fucking outstanding. And that master sergeant, you know, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. I just, I'm at loss for words for this. And I've been, and I read it earlier today at work and I just can't fathom like, what do I do for that master sergeant? I mean, he, all these guys really, you know, they all risked their lives for an Afghani soldier. All right. And you look at America today and we can't even, we can't even decide if people are treating other people correctly or not. And these guys are over there. This is in 2019. These guys are over there throwing fucking grenades in bunkers. And the master sergeant just doing what he needs to do to get that Afghani soldier. That's not, you know, my Afghani soldier, he's not even wearing an American uniform, you know, the the throwing grenades and, and getting that close and the staff sergeant getting that close for this, this, this Afghani, I want to say this young guy, but I'm sure he wasn't that young and somebody that they probably, you know, 17 month deployment they're probably on. And, so the only known this guy for probably 17 months at, at the most. And they're risking their own life for this guy and the mass sergeant going and taking care of a building by himself. And that's just, it's phenomenal. I, I'm literally at loss for words and we can't fucking figure out if people are treating us the way they're supposed to be treating. It just blows my mind. And I'm sure I'm not the only veteran out there that's thinking this, but, and I know this is, is probably coming off weird to you guys because it's been five months since I put an episode out, but, um, you know, I got some, uh, some good people coming on here soon. Hopefully I got a couple people I've been contacting and, uh, hopefully I got a couple good episodes coming up and I don't want this to turn into a big political rant. So that's why 
I stop to think a little bit, you know? Um, but I want to say Semper Fi to all them guys out there, you know, doing what they had to do to, to save an Afghani soldier. That's what it's all about guys out there. I don't know. I just, that, that article, it just hit me and, uh, I just couldn't believe it. A four hour firefight that long, that close with all that going on and everybody came home. Afghani soldier went home. Unfortunately, it doesn't give me the updates on if anybody got any type of injuries or anything like that. But from what I get from the article that, that Philip wrote in the Marine Times, it sounds like everybody went home okay. And that's a hell of a win on our side. And I just wanted to get the word out there that these guys did what they did. And, you know, my hat's out to you guys out there, to the 2nd Marine Raider Battalion. I just want to say thank you. I mean, I know I'm a Marine too, and I served, but I did not do anything anywhere near as close to what you guys did out there and what you guys are doing every day. And I want to say thank you to all of you guys out there, all branches, everybody that's going through this. Thank you for, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. I know I'm kind of, it's kind of a different one for you guys out there. I'm kind of being quiet a lot. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to turn this podcast into a political one. I just want you guys to know out there, Marine Corps Times, look it up. Go MarineCorpsTimes.com. It's a great magazine for all you Marines that are out there that tells you all kinds of new things happening in the Marine Corps, you know, keeps you up to date, stuff like this. This is, like I said, I'll put the description of the, or the link for the article here in the description so you can check it out in your own time. And if anybody has or finds a story about this where you don't know the guy's name or you don't want me to say the name or anything like that, just American vet podcast at yahoo.com. Send it right over. I'll be happy to, to put it out there. Let's get these no namers recognized for what they're doing, what they're still doing today. And like I said, we're sitting here at home and equality is an issue and all this stuff that's going on here at home. And these guys are throwing fucking grenades and in, into bunkers and they're going to come home to this shit. You know, like let's, Wake up, America. Let's figure this out. All right. I'm going to stop myself again because I'm about to go on another rant. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I have uh, some upcoming interviews I should be having out here in a couple weeks for you listeners out there. And I apologize that it's been five months since I've put my last episode out there. And I want to say thank you for keep on listening and, you know, send me in the, send me voice messages if you don't want to email uh, in the description there. You can just click on the voice message. Anchor lets you do that. Let's get some more stories out there. Let's get more people to hear it. I mean, you may think that you did nothing in, in your time, but you know, like I said, this, this podcast, it's all about who you were before you got in, what you did, while you got in, what, what made you who you are today and where you are today. And, you know, the, the struggles of getting out and, and dealing with, you know, going home after this time and getting civilian life and dealing with SEPs that don't really do anything for you. And, you know, trying to transition back into civilian world where, you know, so, you know, people are getting out, staff NCOs, even NCOs, you know, you guys are getting out, you're, you're used to running, you know, 40, 50, you know, Lance Corporals and below, and then you get out and you get one job and now you're at the bottom again and trying to figure that out. And, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of, a lot of girls out there that marry men for, because they're military and then they get out of military and they get divorced. And they go through that battle. Well, I'm just saying you guys aren't going through it alone. And if you 
if you went through a battle like that when you got home even in your civilian world and you pulled through it please i invite you to come on the show american vet podcast at yahoo.com let me know get on the show your your story might help somebody else out there someday somebody might be going through the same thing you're doing you know let's get this uh let's get the veteran suicide down you know we don't you know like i said i uh since starting this podcast i actually became a i'm happy to report that i became a ambassador for mission 22 in the state of massachusetts so i think the listeners out there and you know let's get this suicide down it's overwhelming on everything that's going on nowadays and people still feel alone you know you're not alone brother sister you're not alone you know there's people out there once again i'll put mission 22's link in the description so you can get on there see what we're doing see how we're 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 continuing the fight at home it's mission22.com get in there donate go to the website they have a lot of upcoming well we have a lot of upcoming events could be in your area got great programs come check it out you know mission 22 that's just you know that's that's could be your answer one of these days become a become an ambassador like myself it's great to uh you know and i I start talking to other veterans and why they became ambassadors whether they lost someone whether they went through something or anything like that you know it's an awesome organization you know and and if if you need to speak with somebody immediately or if you know somebody that's going through something and 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 you want to know how to deal with it there's an there's an 800 number that you can call, you know, 1-800-273-8255. Just press one, you know, just tell them like, listen, Hey, you know, I'm not a veteran myself, or if you are, if you're not, you know, if you're calling for a friend or, or even if you want to call them, tell them that you're calling for a friend, but it's really you, you know, they'll give you advice. That's what they're there for. You know, if you don't want to call them, say you're going through a hard time and you know, your wife's right there or, or you're around your friends and you're having some bad thoughts or whatever, you know, the number to text is 838-255. That's 838-255. You can text and they'll text you back and they'll go that way if you don't want to say it out openly or if you're, if you're shy or, or whatnot. And then, you know, you can always contact me, you know, American Vet Podcast at yahoo.com. I know I said it a few times in this episode, but I just want to get it out there. You know, there's answers for everybody out there. All right. Um, everybody's gone through some hard times and nobody is, is, you know, it's, it's sad, but you know, some people look at other people as like they're weak because they're, they're, you know, they're having bad thoughts or not even suicidal thoughts, like just thoughts of saying F it all. I'm going to go in the woods and I'm just going to sleep in the woods for until you know, my insides eat itself out. Everybody needs help, you know, and go get it. Go get the help. Be secret. You know, if your real name's Dave and you want to tell them it's John, they don't give a fuck. You know, just be open be truthful with them. This is what's really going on. You know, this is what's going on with my buddy. You know, I'm concerned. What should I do? And they'll give you steps on what you should do. I mean, they're not ever going to sit there and go, oh, come on, man. You know, that's weak shit you know, that's weak shit. I've been through worse. They're not going to be like that. Nobody's going to look bad at you. I mean, nobody's going to know who you are at the end of the day. You're texting, you're calling, you're emailing me. You don't even have to give me your name. You know, email me. I'll respond to you. Um, 
we'll get through it. You know, these guys, you know, these second Raider battalion, they got through it four hours throwing hand grenades, getting within one meter that staff sergeant did. Their mass sergeants right there with you getting some. And, I, you know, I want to make fun of the Air Force, but I don't know if the Air Force would have a mass sergeant sitting there with you, getting some with you. But I'm sure they would. But at the end of the day, brother, sister, let's 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 crank those numbers down, suicide numbers. Let's get some help out there for everybody. You know, even if you're not thinking about suicide, even if even if you're going through, if something happened, you got the PTSD, but you don't want to admit it openly or face to face with someone. You don't want to. You can text the number, and words don't ever have to be said. That's eight three eight two five five. Or you can call the number 1-800-273-8255 and then press 1 afterwards. Go to the website, mission22.com. Email me, AmericanVetPodcast at yahoo.com. There's answers out there. A lot of us are good at hiding it. And if you're one of the ones out there hiding it, don't hide it with somebody you don't know. You know, there's no judgment out there. Get help. And... uh like I said, listeners, thank you for joining in to another episode. I apologize once again. It's been five months, but we'll get this shit figured out and we'll we'll keep on going. And you know, keep sending me emails. You know, like I said, Jeff League, shout out to you, brother. Semper Fidelis. But I just want to say thank you to all the other veterans out there. Thank you, second Marine Raider Division the Battalion. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you, Staff Sergeant. Thank you, Mass Sergeant. Brothers and sisters, I got bronze stars, Valier, silver star with Valier. Out fucking standing job. All the, you know, like I said, to save a fucking Afghani soldier that these guys just met a couple few months ago. You know, I don't know how long they were out there. I don't know all the facts on that. Like I said, it's just off the article there. I'll leave the description, the link in the description. But until next time, brothers and sisters, take care of yourself, take care of everybody else. And like a wise man once said, not all trails have puddles. Simplify. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom.